Welcome to the Frame of Flower Podcast. This is episode number 38. I'm joined by a very special guest. Her name is Shay, Shay Garrigan. She is the founder of the Alabama Cannabis Industry Association. Uh, she's kind of, you know, leading the leading the charge right now in Alabama. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so we talked like a few days ago. Um we were on the, you talked for about like an hour or so. Um, and you kind of informed me on what, what, you know, the specifics of what's going on in Alabama. Um, you know, let's, let's give the, uh, the viewership, you know, what, what's the, what's the state of cannabis activism? What's the state of the infrastructure in Alabama to accomplish legalization? Well, we have a pending bill right now. It's uh, SB 46. And so it's, you know, it's been um, it's been quite interesting. It's passed out of two of the houses. This has been a bill that's been presented for the past three years, and it's finally made it to the house. Last year, it didn't make it to the house because of the pandemic, and uh, this year, it was it's already been passed out of two committees with uh, favorable reviews, and we've been waiting on it to hit the house floor. So, <laughs> a little bit of rumors there that they're going to start a filibuster and so on, and uh, the attorney general is trying to influence a filibuster, but. We'll see, because there's a lot of things that have been lining up with what Alabama's been doing. It's been lining up with what's going on in federal news, too. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, and and I saw that, what are the chances right now of this bill passing? Uh, very, very good chances. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Okay. Um, and so the attorney general is against it. I mean, there's, there's if you had to say overall, um, you know, who... You know, if you could make specific groups of like who's against it, who's for it, you know, is, is most politicians for it? Is it, you know, Democrats, Republicans? Is it just attorney general or? You can kind of well, and I'm not sure I haven't verified this with the attorney general's office yet. So I'm not sure if he is completely against it or maybe some of the legislatures are using this to gain a little bit of favor with him. And they're deciding to do the filibuster to possibly um make him happy but i don't know if it's i don't know if something he's actually requested so i have not gotten that verified yet but the the um you know the possibility of this passing is is uh is uh pretty high the democrats have um if you've been kind of watching what's been going on in alabama the democrats have just launched a uh, legalize it Alabama campaign. So they're actually selling merch off of their website right now. Wow. So we have full Democrat support here in Alabama. They are trying to legalize recreational. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing. I mean, you know, it's, I don't, why, why do you, I, if you had to say, I guess, in terms of, it's, it seems so obvious for, you know, politicians, like it, it's such an obvious, like just support it. It's really popular. I know Alabama might be a little different, but I guess how popular is it with the if you had to say with the general public, um, if you had to. Oh, I would say I would say at least ninety five percent. So you know we we're yeah, really everyone, there's a yeah. lot of support here. Yeah. So and it's it's more it's a support more for a medical program. I mean there's a lot of children that have benefited. We've had a, a study that's gone on at UAB, and there's you know the the children with epilepsy are the ones that really got this got this uh, medical cannabis moving here in the state. So. You know the benefits that it's shown. You know for 
people that for people that need it, I mean, there's just there's just no reason to not have it available here in the state. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I, you know, definitely, I, I think um, talk talk a little bit about how like you got into this. I thought I think your story is pretty pretty dope. I think it's pretty amazing because you know you're not even a big cannabis user yourself, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah, and, but you decided to take this on you're kind of the one you know kind of the main person spearheading a lot of this you know a lot of you know like the 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 things that need to happen in a state by you know organizations like normal or activists right there's no there's you know you're pretty much filling that entire space right you're 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 kind of on your own right Mm -hmm. Which is as, like, um, as far as I know, well, back in um, 2019, at the very end of 2019, the there was um, there was a hearing. They'd been working on a medical cannabis bill, and so anytime you would hear the word Alabama and marijuana in a sentence, you really <laughs> kind of get your attention. So um, there was a meeting. You know, they had a public hearing, and I just made sure that I was there at the last three. The first one that I was at, I was listening to a lot of people share their stories that how cannabis has benefited them health-wise and how it's just really changed their life. And I didn't understand why we didn't have something like that here in the state, along with why people were having to leave the state to go out and get, you know, attention, medical attention for their children or for themselves. So I went to the top lobbying firms that are in Montgomery and uh, asked them what they were going to do about it. <laughs> and so and they said, uh, well, we're not doing anything about a shape, but you're more than welcome to go ahead. And so <laughs> I was like, you know, so I've realized I now that when you, start, yeah. when you start asking those questions, like what's somebody going to do about it? You need to be standing in front of the mirror. So nobody wanted to take the issue up. So of course people are doing it maybe now behind, you know, doing it now, like not, you know, just, just helping out, but um, yeah. you know, there's not much that's uh, nobody's nobody's openly lobbying for it. I would say, like yeah. I am, and um, you know, I just don't believe people should have to go out of the state. There's just so many different parts, moving parts to the medical cannabis program. I mean, it's a very complicated program to go to put on in the state, and I know that we are more than capable of doing that here. So absolutely. So and and I you know tell I would tell the audience like so what do you what do you do for like uh, what do you what do you typically do for work. Um, you're a real estate agent, right? You told me. Well, I, I do. Yes. I've a, well, I'm a real, real estate broker now. That's um, I lobby full time. This is, um, you know, executive director, the president, so lobbyist for the Alabama Cannabis Industry Association. This takes up a lot of my time. I, <laughs> so I bet. I bet. Something yeah. I'm full time, full time at doing. I'm now I'm qualified to do a lot of other things too, especially like land deals and so on. But there's um. Right now, during the session, there's a lot going on. You know, when the when the representatives are here in town. So I'm actually here in Montgomery. So I'm staying here for, you know, the next couple of weeks while this um, while this plays out here in Montgomery. We'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, absolutely. So, is there have you gotten any support from the the industry, the the hemp industry, or you know, any really? Because uh, I, I can't remember. We talked a little bit about this, right? Yes. Um, so I, you know, for the past about four years, I've cultivated relationships with a lot of the hemp farmers and that's a whole other story too. the, you know, the way that I started into the hemp industry is just, uh, from a real estate background, you know, hemp just seemed to be the very next thing. And it, it all is kind of played into this. So a lot of the guys that are growing hemp, they're going to go on to grow uh, medical cannabis. So, and you know, the, the hemp industry, um, 
A lot of them, I heard one of them say the other day, they thought it was an urban myth that Alabama was going to have a medical marijuana program. So that seems to actually be one of the largest things that I face here in the state is that nobody believes it's actually going on. <laughs> so I mean, what do you do again? They just, they're like, no way. They don't, they don't believe you. No, no, that's actually, I, I'm, a, I'm a cannabis lobbyist in Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So they don't, they, they don't believe it, but well, you know, once if you once you get medical passed through too, like you really that starts the whole process moving forward going all the way from you know the early forms of medical all the way to recreational right like this yes. is like kind of beginning part like hemp is outside it's kind of that loophole you know that we talked about but you know i mean you gotta people gotta give you credit you're you're the woman that you know started alabama on its path to cannabis it seems like or that's the sense i gather so i think that's pretty dope it's been pretty tough. It hasn't been easy. <laughs> yeah. And so what, what, what are some of the things that have been tough for you? Um, oh, goodness. Um, the cops, right? The <laughs> <laughs> You want me to tell that story? <laughs> please, please. I think that's well, one. There's, yeah. um, there's a lot of random things that have happened that uh, the good thing is I've had, I've had really good support, I would say support system, people that actually care about me. And so I've been able to call them when something happens, like say I randomly get pulled over at night and somebody wants to search my car and search me and put me through a sobriety test <laughs> and so for about an hour and a half. Sometimes I don't put things together like I've been on the radio that day and it seems to be every time I've been on the radio in, <laughs> in Alabama that I've gotten pulled over. And But this was one in particular time I've been on the radio that day and uh, the very next day was um, was a the last public hearing that they were going to have. And so they had they had the um, Alabama law enforcement was uh, up talking about how um, how they were going to start, you know, testing people for, you know, to see if they were under the influence of substances. And so anyway, so the person that was there, they looked over at me and they said, I thought you, they were going to call you up to do an example <laughs> to do a presentation. So, um, you know, and then, then, you know, if you start thinking about the districts that you got pulled over in, <laughs> you know, the chairman of certain committees of the House and of the Senate, it's, um, you know, it's pretty interesting. I don't read too much into it, but I do know that uh, there is something to it. And um, we'll yeah, just, definitely. We'll just, you know, there's it's not random. So, <laughs> not but, random. Um, yeah, we'll leave it. There's stories there. to tell now. So, I didn't, oh, yeah. up, I haven't been in jail. So, yeah, yeah. And it hasn't gotten too, too crazy with the like, you know, harassment or whatever you want to call it, I guess. But, like, that's they are targeting you, though. It seems like, I mean, that's that's the sense I get a little bit. Um, I'm nice about it because it's, you know, it is kind of random when you, when you come home and all of a sudden it's like, you know, when you get out of the car and you're, you know, you maybe leave something in the car or something. And then you, you know, you run inside and drop off, you know, put off, put what you've got in your hands down and then you go back outside and all of it. But, you know, before you even get up, sat down, somebody's knocking on your doors, be like, everything okay in here? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, they come, they come pretty much in my house. Wow. Wow. It's, uh, been, Are you, you know, do they I'm all know you? Crazy. Are you on a first name basis? Are you guys... Do you Sir? know a lot of do you know a lot of the cops now because they like in your area that that are you on a first name basis with the cops that have stopped you or um no, not really but not really, um yeah. you know just it's I, I mean I'm welcoming it because obviously I believe I'm safe <laughs> police yeah. officers are trailing me everywhere I go yeah it's good it's and, good thing you don't smoke right for this, this right. Specifically, right? yeah <laughs> yeah that's super good um yeah so. I'm very interested. How much of a, a influence did you have on this uh, medical bill? I'm curious, like, like in terms of 
Like, you know, did you write it? Did you advise the people that drafted it? I'm, I'm curious about that. Um, it's gotten through all these committees. So I have spoken at both of the, um, both mm -hmm. of the house committees and there was, there was influence that we can't really go over right here. You're good. <laughs> you're good. I can um, cut this part out too, if you'd like. I'm, okay. I'm so I mean, it's, it. yeah. um, yeah. you know, there was, you know, I, there's, you know, it's a predominantly white industry, you know, here and, um, you know, here in Alabama, it's completely different. I mean, you've got a lot of white men that are just, that are handling this. So uh, sometimes you just have to work with what you've got and, um, you know, influence, you know, influence things behind the scenes that way, uh, you know, when they don't know it <laughs> type of thing. So, um, and, you know, some of the bills, the bill's not perfect, but I mean, it's something that we've got to work with. It's something that we have. We have a bill, a medical marijuana bill. I mean, you know, I don't, I'm kind of like, hey, let's let's get it going. And the most important part of that, which um, and I'm very verbal about it, is this um, is the Medical Cannabis Commission. So, you know, that is what the Alabama Cannabis Industry Association will do is influence who is going to be put on that commission, because that is going to be the one that makes regulations and the rules and um, the ones that's going to set up the infrastructure for the entire program here in the state of Alabama. And that is a very important part of this bill, a very important part. They should start handing license out about September, uh, but that's just a deadline. September actually of next year. So we've got, but you know, we're we're going to really be pushing to, um, you know, help with the rules and regulations, and uh, you know, to get the right type of uh, people that are going to be put on that commission. You know, the people that really do have a care for, you know, the people here in Alabama, and you know, to make sure that they and want to also make sure that this program is a success, because this isn't something you can just say like, oh, we'll just try it. And if it doesn't work, we'll just decide, we'll just, we'll just put it away. So yeah. um, this is a very involved uh, process. Uh, and it's, you know, definitely something I know that Alabama can do. We can, you know, there's, there's a lot of smart, you know, intelligent people here in the state and uh, just getting the right people on there that actually have really the, the, the um, you know, the whole plan itself, along with the people that um, you know that are going to be involved in growing it. So yeah, absolutely. So um, with the program, what if this were to pass? What would it? What would it, not the program? Sorry, the uh, the commission. What would it look like? Like how many people do you do you know that? Well, we're 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 working on that right now. They've got just a lot of doctors and um, a couple of different like. There's a, an amendment for um, maybe the health. Um, you know, the health department to be able to pick. Do you, many, do, you, do you know how many people specifically though? Like, like doctors wise, is it like four or five doctors or 10 or? Well, we're still, we're still working on a yeah. pretty good bit of that. So probably about okay. 18. So probably about 18. Uh, okay. That's what, you know, but this, these are going to be different type. There's going to be different people that are going to be representing different industries. And uh, so I'm telling you a little more than. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, we can. Like you some insider stuff. Yeah, well, that's that's what I that's that's, that's we're going on a podcast. Bill, but... We're gonna we're gonna spend some time. So I, and I want to and, and I know how this works. Kind of like I know decently yeah. how. Well, you're in a unique position, kind of, because it's there's not as much of an infrastructure built out, and you kind of built the infrastructure. But I know how this works. Like I know, I mean, the you know, you know, the lobbying. Yeah, no, and and especially with the early on program, like because you're really starting it out once they put in this pro this medical program more people will start to come in and then as like you go it's like as you go to the next level of legalization or medical expansion um but you know yeah no i 
this this is uh, I appreciate the insider info. Um, and that's there's a lot of representatives that are before or for this as well too. There's a lot of different things about this bill that you know that we haven't really gone over or or discussed. You know, certain certain timing about things that that they'll bring out. But the you know I'm I'm in touch with all the with a lot of the House members along with a lot of the Senate members, and this is just something that. You know, I mean, when it comes down to business, I mean, we're we're talking about a you know an entire industry or starting an entire industry from scratch. So it's not something that, um, you know, that that I'm taking lightly. Nor is um, a lot of the other representatives and the uh, senators. So, you know, I've I've had a lot of support. Um, support, you know, meaning that I've been able to get and talk to people that I had been able to before. And so, or I shouldn't say before. I could just say that uh, when they when they refer to you as the weed lobbyist or something, you know, they they're kind of actually happy to talk to you, which I found that pretty fascinating. I I, I don't ever have samples for them, which is another thing they <laughs> ask me about too. If I've got samples, or you wouldn't you wouldn't tell us anyway, right? If right. I had samples, no. Yeah, if well. you had samples for them anyway, right now. <laughs> um, you know. Well, I mean, I've had I've had one. I've had. I'll tell you this. I've had a. I've had. I've had a legislator, a couple of legislators that have, that, you know, they've had some problems or what have you. And now they may tell me about them, but they're not really calling specifically to get anything from me. And maybe I'll have, um, you know, one of my manufacturers or processors, something, maybe send them something out. So all within legal framework. So yeah, it's, absolutely. um, you Once know, our being ethical it. guidelines. So it's nothing, um, you know, it's, yeah. it's nothing. No, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very curious with what are you, are you going to, it once this, it once this passes, cause there's a very good chance, you know, knock on wood. Right. But you know, hopefully it passes a good chance, very good chance. It will, you know, that is what the Alabama cannabis industry association will do is influence who is going to be put on that commission, because that is going to be the one that makes the regulations and the rules and um, the ones that's going to set up the infrastructure for the entire program here in the state of Alabama. And that is a very important part of this bill, a very important part. They should start handing license out about September, uh, but that's just a deadline, September actually of next year. So we've got, but you know, we're, we're going to really be pushing to, um, you know, help with the rules and regulations and, uh, you know, to get the right type of uh, people that are going to be put on that commission. You know, the people that really do have a care for, you know, the people here in Alabama and, you know, to make sure that they and want to also make sure that this program is a success, because this isn't something you can just say like, oh, we'll just try it. If it doesn't work, we'll just decide, we'll just, we'll just put it away. So yeah. um, this is a very involved uh, process. Uh, and it's, you know, definitely something I know that Alabama can do. We can, you know, there's there's a lot of smart, you know, intelligent people here in the state and uh, just getting the right people on there that actually have really the, the, the um, you know, the whole plan itself, along with the people that, um, you know, that are going to be involved in growing it. So yeah, absolutely. So um, with the program, what if this were to pass, what would it what would it, not the program, sorry, the, uh, the commission, what would it look like? Like, how many people do you do you know that? Well, we're, we're, we're working on that right now. They've got just a lot of doctors and um, a couple of different like there's a, an amendment for um, maybe the health um, you know, the health department to be able to pitch. Do you, many, do, you, do you know how many people specifically though? Like, like doctors wise, is it like four or five doctors or 10 or? 
Well, we're still we're still working on a yeah. pretty good bit of that. So probably about okay. eighteen. So probably about eighteen. Okay, that's what you know. But this these are going to be different type. There's going to be different people that are going to be representing different industries, and uh, so I'm telling you a little more than. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, we can. Like you some insider stuff. Yeah, well, that's that's what I that's that's, that's not going on a podcast. Deal, we're gonna we're gonna spend some time. So I, and I want to and, and I know how this works. Kind of like I know decently yeah. how. Well, you're in a unique position, kind of, because it's there's not as much of an infrastructure built out, and you kind of built the infrastructure. But I know how this works. Like I know, I mean, the you know, you know, the lobbying. Yeah, no, and and especially with an early on program, like because you're really starting it out once they put in this pro this medical program more people will start to come in and then as like you go it's like as you go to the next level of legalization or medical expansion um but you know yeah no i this this is uh i appreciate the insider info um and that's there's a lot of representatives that are before or for this as well too there's a lot of different things about this bill that you know that we haven't really gone over or or discussed you know certain certain timing about things that, that they'll bring out but the you know I'm, I'm in touch with all the with a lot of the house members along with a lot of the senate members and this is just something that you know i mean when it comes down to business i mean we're we're talking about a you know an entire industry here starting an entire industry from scratch so it's not something that um you know that that I'm taking lightly, nor is um, a lot of the other representatives and the uh, senators. So, you know, I've, I've had a lot of support, um, support, you know, meaning that I've been able to get and talk to people that I had been able to before. And so or I shouldn't say before, I could just say that uh, when they when they refer to you as the weed lobbyist or something, you know, they, they're kind of actually happy to talk to you, which I've found that pretty fascinating. I, I, I don't ever have samples for them, which is another thing they <laughs> ask me about, too, if I've got samples. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't tell us anyway, right? If I had samples? No, yeah, if well. you had samples for them anyway, right now. <laughs> um, you know. Well, I mean, I've had I've had one. I've had I'll tell you this. I've had a, I've had. I've had a legislator, a couple of legislatures that have, that, you know, they've had some problems or what have you. And now they may tell me about them, but they're not really calling specifically to get anything from me. And maybe I'll have, um, you know, one of my manufacturers or processors, something's maybe send them something out. So all within legal framework. So yeah, it's, absolutely. um, you know, being ethical guidelines. So it's nothing, um, you know, it's, yeah. it's nothing. No, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very curious with what are you, are you going to, it, once this, it, once this passes, cause there's a very good chance, or, you know, knock on wood. Right. But, you know, hopefully it passes a good chance, very good chance. It will. Uh, what are you thinking for your future? Are you going to continue to lot, you know, lobby slash push this forward? Cause if you do that, I know, you know, what, you know, position you're going to end up in there's, I can't remember her name right now in, in Washington, but you, you'll end up as the most pow powerful, I don't want to say, yeah, like lo lobbyist or, you know, lobbyist and, you know, dealing with the government bureaucracy. I mean, the, the, the different politicians, I mean, that's, that job can, you know, kind of come into two where it's like, you could be either a lobbyist or, you know, a leader of a, you know, an organization or an activist, right? Um, those kind of can all coincide together. But uh, I mean, you're kind of setting yourself up to be, the head honcho. Most, I, I'm just, <laughs> You're not what do you the think first about that? Like, that but that's not. That's not really. That's not. Um. That's 
That's I, not I what you care about. Off. I know. Yeah. Or, like I just saw something that I, you know, that I thought was wrong, and um, I just couldn't sit back and just not do anything about it. Yeah. And um, the deeper I've gotten into a lot of the politics here in the state of Alabama, it's um, you know, been more of a chip, more of a push to say like, okay, so we've got these issues here that we're making a big deal out of, but yet we're going to allow people to move out of our state and possibly die without taking, you know, without taking any kind of care for the people that are already living here. But we're going to, you know, so there's, um, it's just been the deeper I've gotten into it, I've realized that there, there is absolutely no reason why we should not have a medical cannabis program at all. I mean, there's no reason. And um, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave that at that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, what's, what's the kind of argument? I do, my, I do see myself, you know, I don't see myself going anywhere. So it's yeah. uh, not, this is a weird, weird way to phrase that too. I, I just, I just, I've seen this, like I've seen it in other states and the position. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, weird way, way, weird way for me to say, it. I don't know how you could have really responded to that. Like, you no, know, that's, I, that's okay. Cause I, I have had, I have had people that they asked me when they asked me like about getting into this, they said, well, did you get into it for the money? And I was like, well, when you're, really caring about something and passionate about it. A lot of times there's not money that you're looking at on the forefront. You know, nobody can pay you enough to be, to be really uh, concerned about how something is going to be, you know, just concerned about people to be quite honest is what it comes down to. I mean, I'm a mother and there's a lot of these different stories that I would hear about these women that, you know, they'd have a child that was barely even a year old that would suffer these like severe seizures and they would have to give them things like Percocet and all this other type of stuff just to, just to, for they, so they could be calm for maybe a birthday party or something. And I just, and you know, when they're telling these stories too, what really got me is that no one's really listening to them and actually what they're doing because it takes a lot it takes a lot of courage to be able to go to the state house and to stand up in front of a lot of people that are you know that are representatives or, or people that have been chosen to be be put on a panel or a public hearing or anything like that I mean it's a it takes a lot of courage to do that and they're doing exactly what they know to do and you know you but you also see the faces of the people that are looking at them and they're just really saying like, I got to leave here at five and go home and take care of my own children. And I still want to be able to be elected into this office that I'm, that I'm currently holding or in this position that I currently have. And, um, you know, it's just, you can, I can understand both sides is what, is what it comes down to. I see, I see both, you know, both sides, but those stories about people that have lost loved ones that uh, could have been helped through, you know, cannabis and, you know, in any form, they don't need to be forgotten about. Those are the people that don't need to be forgotten about because those are people that their lives could have been saved. And, you know, and if there's anything that, if, you know, if, if I can do anything, it'd be a, just a reminder to be like, you know, don't you remember sitting in that panel? <laughs> you know, remind them of, of um, you know, remind representatives or legislatures, remind them of what they've they've seen because we're, we've all been in this together. So wherever, wherever this discussion is going on, I'm, I'm in the room and, you know, and I'm, not really going to sit back and listen to uh, just kind of certain things that um, you know that are just just how would I say um, arguments that just don't make any sense. So yes, yeah, yeah. And, that's, uh, that's a nice way to say it. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. No, I, and you're right. I mean, especially you know, yeah. I mean, the 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 children or just anybody, you know, whether it's save their life or alleviate the, the last, you know, couple of years of their life, let's say, um, uh, you know, all those different benefits. And then also, you know, um, how do, do you know the numbers on how bad the incarceration is in Alabama for 
cannabis. Oh, it's probably, probably pretty bad. <laughs> it's, interesting you, it's interesting you bring that up. So they're, um, they, I'm, you know, the prisons are a, another issue here in the state. I mean, we have like the most violent prisons along with like the nation's highest opioid uh, overdoses and prescriptions written in the state. The, but the, you know, there's a, you know, Alabama is racially divided. I mean, that's something that is really true, really real here. I mean, the Republicans are, you know, the majority of the Republicans are white and the Democrats are black. So, but I've, but I see a lot of that, that is changing. So it's not um, just, you know, um, a race attached to a party. So those, those things are changing. The, you know, black people are four times more likely to be arrested here in the state of Alabama than a white person. And uh, there was a story that happened last year that, that we broke that was um, about this purple hearted vet that just drove through bless heart stop for gas. And he spent, yeah. you know, a couple of years in jail. And that that's one was um, nuts. That one was so fucked up. That, that was, was so that bad. was, yeah. yeah, that was, um that was really bad part in, that that's type of stuff that shouldn't happen either i mean you shouldn't be you shouldn't be afraid to get gas in alabama yeah no i mean i didn't know they had no destination here in alabama he had no he was just passing through and uh the fact that he was a black man it's just uh something that it well i mean it's just it's something that's just true it's a real true issue that goes on here in the state i mean a lot of people don't want to talk about it but that's that's this is just something that is 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 truly going on and you know we we don't want to see things like that in the prison so there's there's talks right now of um they're really fighting these prisons that how yeah how powerful are the private prisons in alabama if you do you know well we you know the contract and so on is there's a lawsuit that's been filed so uh right now to stop the uh prisons the private prisons to be built because um we've been kind of threatened by the department of justice to you know improve our violent nation national violent prisons that we have and you know but we've got people here in the state that don't we don't want any new prisons so i don't i don't agree with it either uh you know i'm i'm not i don't believe in prisons i think they'd make a great indoor grow but uh, mm. so you know the the majority of the people that i know that need to be that are criminals are uh, the ones i work with on a day-to-day basis <laughs> you know but Quiet. They, they don't have anything attached to their name. So, I mean, um, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that's, that's a great point. I mean, yeah, and it's, it's criminals it's, are relative. Yeah, that exact. Yeah. Criminals, crooks. Yeah. That's all. But like, for me, it's just like, you know, I think, I think majority of people really, it's like nonviolent, small, you know, possession, small amounts, like in terms of possession, like Oh, we have him in Birmingham. There was a Birmingham, Alabama. The mayor there just released about 15,000 pardons to people that had, you know, low level offenses, like expunged their records. And that is amazing. That's a municipality here in the state. And so I do see a lot of that going on as well. Like more, more of that is going to happen in, um, in in certain areas, you know, because if the, if the you know, if it's not going to be taken up in certain issues, it can be taken up by a municipality and they can expunge people's records. And so, and that means there's more voters that are out there. Yeah. More voters, more people that can go into the economy and, you know, Absolutely, participate yes. as, you know, because it's like people, you know, it's really like private prisons and the mass incarceration. It's really only a good thing for a very, 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 very small group of people, whether it's the stock, the stockholders in those private prisons or the owners of those private prisons, you know, um, or, you know, the politicians that are, you know, pretty much bribed by these 
that small group of people. Um, but no, I think it is, it is, it is definitely good to see though, in terms of, you know, seeing the municipal, you know, uh, municipalities be able to override that kind of stuff and be able to combat that. Um, quick question. I, and this is another kind of not a curveball or anything, but it's a little, you know, you work with politicians constantly. So I think you may have, uh, potentially be able to have, you know, um, an answer for this. So, you know, in, in America, like something this is a little bit broader. So, you know, I think a lot of people have realized this the last few years, but if you look at like how divided our country is, right? The country's extremely mm-hmm. divided. And you look at like, for example, you look at the culture wars, right? You, you look at, um, you know, whether it's, you know, there's, there's obviously there's definitely racism in the United States, but you know, like, like, for example, Democrats are all, you know, down to talk about racism, but they're not really trying to talk about economic reform. Right. So what I'm, what I'm saying is like, is there an element of that in Alabama of the ruling class or the donor class dividing and conquering by just wanting to highlight, you know, uh, the, the 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 racism problem right rather than talking about economic i know that kind of is a kind of a kind of a broader question i'm just curious do you do you know what i mean do you know what uh, i'm saying well do you mean like is the social you mean is there possibly people that are supporting um well is there dividing and conquering in terms of are, is 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 whether it's republican democrat are they talking more do you see a lot more rhetoric of them trying to talk about the culture wars rather than economic reform I, I don't hear him really talking about any of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I just, yeah, okay, that's, that's, yeah. Far I'll tell you this, question, like yeah. the Republicans hold, the Republicans here in the state of Alabama, they they hold, um, you know, like it's a, a three to one in the House and about a four to one in the Senate. So they hold a, a, a pretty a powerful position, but the Democrats are still just as powerful as well. So, you know, and what I have noticed too is these guys are, they're spending their days together. So, I mean, there's not really as far as the politics in Alabama with um, the legislatures, I mean, the Republicans get along with the, with the, uh, with the, yeah, the, Democrats, the Democrats they're friendly, like they actually hang out. That's, that's actually kind Absolutely. of surprising. That's not really common in other states. Um, uh, really? So they're, they're friends. They are really close friends. So they probably, their kids go to school together and all this type of stuff. They're very close. I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, if you, it's not, that's not uncommon whatsoever because they are spending, they are spending an enormous amount of time with each other. So it's not that you can really have like the Democrats over here and the Republicans over here when you're all in the same room for such a long period of time. Yeah. I mean, it's like maybe 15 hour days that these guys are in there. So you, you it breaks down a little bit of that barrier as to yeah, like, okay, I absolutely. can't talk to you. Yeah. And, and I, <laughs> they're and, off and, of and, camp almost. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I just, I guess I'm speaking for Washington state. I mean, it might be different, uh, but what, what are the, what are the issues that they really go, go, uh, you know, uh, argue about right what are the main kind of dividing issues well there, there's been some there's um you know of course gambling has been an issue uh but now voting has been an issue too that's been taken up by the democrats to which maybe that's a but that's like a power like that's for voting that makes sense is, is there anything else besides the ga- gambling why why gambling who's against gambling 
Oh, well, we've we've been talking about a lottery and gambling and uh, so on for for a long period of time. Um, the lottery was something that was going to be paying for the broadband in the in the uh, rural area, rural school districts, and they're trying to put they try to put a lot of that into one bill. So there's different parties that are pushing for different aspects. Like they would have the gambling bill, the lottery bill, and they've got like sports betting and and a lot of other different things that are thrown into this bill. And you know, I mean, you get you you kind of get a lot of different powerful issues like those that uh, where the money is going to go and actually who it's going to benefit and then all of a sudden if something is tweaked at the very end I mean it can spark a bunch of phone calls that really gets that bill killed for <laughs> quickly and uh, but you know people are for a lottery um, we've been trying to pass something like that for a very long time here and um, you know but then the the there's just been a lot of different issues that have been taken up but yeah um, yeah i know it's kind of a, it's a yeah uh, the prisons have been a big thing uh mm -hmm. the the, game, the very okay so we've got tomorrow will be the 27th day so that means next week we'll have about three legislative days left in the session here in the state of alabama the medical marijuana bill is not on the special order calendar so there were rumors that it was going to be brought up tomorrow um, it's still a possibility. However, it's not on the calendar, but that doesn't mean the Speaker of the House can decide that he just wants to bring it up. And uh, which is usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and those are legislative days. And they've been waiting because this, uh, you know, the House Health Committee, you know, with a favorable review has been, you know, it's been passed on for a couple of weeks. So they're going to like wait till the very last. This is going to be one of those midnight hour bills where they're going to wait till the very last minute. So really, I will. I'm, I'm this whole filibuster bit, you know, that's been um, that's been leaked out where there's people, there's representatives that are coming together and they're going to try to create a filibuster. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in who they are because it's almost like they're going to really be putting their office, um, you know, their position and their seat at risk if they decide to go out on a limb like that, because there's so many people that so many people that support medical cannabis that may not come out and say anything about it and may not talk about it, but I get phone calls from every part of the, um, what is it, the whole wheelhouse on getting a bill passed, you know, preachers and so on, you know, they, I get calls from them about growing hemp because they can make more money off of land that someone has died and left to the church. And it's good for the of economy in general, them. you know, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So in a business point, you know, and there's, you know, law enforcement, there's a lot of different people that are absolutely for this. They may not come out and say that they are, but, um, the church, you know, so is the church, is the church for the most, is, is, I know there's like, is pastors or they or preachers are, is, for the most part for it? You said I've had, I've had a couple of calls from, you know, when people pass away, they leave, they leave their land to the church or so on. They leave a lot of money and a lot of valuables and so on to the church. And so I've had a couple of different calls which have been quite surprising about they wanted to know what it was like to grow hemp you know that what they've they've done the numbers and they've uh, you know this is just a we look at it from business aspect of it and you know then possibly they also wanted to get into growing medical marijuana if those licenses ever came available and I was like well that is awesome so would you like to stand up and talk at a public hearing too because that would go know, a long way the, the burning bush right yeah the, <laughs> the burning bush the burning bush I, there's a couple other ones too it was not I'm ever sure. consumed so that's what got his attention it was never consumed that is great <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple other ones too i swear but um there, there's no catholic is there there's, there's no catholic churches down there right well there's catholic churches i haven't heard much from uh 
I don't think that that's, I really don't believe it's an issue. I have not experienced any type of issue of any, of any, uh, we're in the South. This is like Southern Baptist. Yeah. Is- yeah. That's, that's like, that's what I thought. Like, that's why I didn't think, cause like the only reason why I say that, and, and I, and I went to, I went to, uh, I went to public school most of my life, but for three years in elementary school, I went to a, a school called St. Joe's. It's Catholic. And I, and, and I don't mind Catholics, but for some reason, every time uh, in this, I don't think they're going to do it for this one, but like, you know, every time a state legalizes recreationally, the the Catholic Church, the local Catholic churches, you know, the archdiocese there will always like come out and make some, you know, stupid fucking comment. Like, what about the kids? Like, we got to keep our kids safe. And then every time I'm like, dude, what about the kids? Like, you, you need to like, that's very hypocritical. And uh, you, you, you need to talk to your members and tell them to keep their kids out of certain things. Yeah, well, also, they're those Catholic priests, you need to stop, you know, all that crap. Too. Really? Why would yeah. it, absolutely very hypocritical? But you know, anyway, I, I, know, I yeah. see where you're headed on that one. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See what I, I mean? I'm protect the up kids. What you're putting down over here. You just got to respond, protect the kids to them. And and yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, we, we and I love, and I love Catholic, Catholic people. I have no problem with them at all. Um, just, just. Well, just anytime you see any, anytime you see any type of a church or anything, any type of religious organization that gets involved with politics, there's always money that is pushing it from behind. So this is not something that a pastor feels like he needs to come out and say, it'll definitely be that he has been paid to speak up for some type of group, either, you know, behind the scenes or what have you. So there's never, that's never a true, uh, a true feeling. I mean, that's just, that's in my experience, that's exactly what I've seen is any pastors or anybody that's leading a church church organization or any type of- um, Their donor, you know, their Christian, donor class is telling them to do that or whatever, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, so uh, I mean, it, it, that's biblical. <laughs> that's in the Bible. Anytime you see that, anytime you see church folks wrapped up in anything like politics, that's because there's money. Either it's hurting their money, which is one other thing to add to it. They're hurt. It's haunt, It's hindering where they're getting their money, which raises a lot of questions. Or it's somebody's paid them to do it. So I would lean more towards it's, it's harming where they're getting money than actually somebody yeah. has paid them to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I think that what will it's very active. What would it, what would already, it harm though? Like what would it like that's that's my thing is is I, I think more so I think it's I think there's there's powerful people that just don't that are that are against it in my opinion. Because I don't well, how would it affect their yeah, sorry, keep going. So um well there's you know in certain parts of the state, um you've got, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of um say money in farming. You know, well, people that are farming row crops and so on, they, if they're into hemp or maybe they're not into hemp, but they're going to, they're going to probably be experimenting in some type of strain just because that's agriculture, something that they enjoy doing. And um, they end up having a lot of money. A lot of these farmers are very wealthy and uh, they build a lot of the churches that are there. That, that, that makes sense. And yeah, that makes sense. I, you know, and you're right. Like that, that makes complete sense. I'm talking about like though two like that makes complete sense with Alabama. I'm talking about like, like, for Which example, is funny, I'll tell you, I'll, yeah. let me add a little more on the back of that please, please. is that um, uh, when these churches that are being built and um, the, you know, these, some of these guys that are deacons of these churches, like our representatives or legislatures, and also along with the pastors that are running their campaigns. And, um, and if they decide to get up there and filibuster this bill, I'm going to probably find out, like, re- let their pastor be able to show up and remind them from where they're, where they're actually getting their funding from. So um, that's where, uh, 
you know, that's where a lot of those, the pastures and so on come in because everything really intermingles down here in the state. So yeah. if, if there's a benefit that people are receiving from it not being legal. So if somebody is out there filibustering for it to not become legal here in the state, because for whatever reason, they feel like it's going to, you know, kill our kids or the, you know, the typical rhetoric. The, 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 the excuses pretty much for that, the cover. That, right? whole, that whole club that everybody that's against it is joining to, and they all decide they want to say the same thing, like it's going to harm our kids. And so just to kind of scare the heck out of everybody. So, you know, but it's funny that they probably done more research on medical cannabis and the you know, medical benefits, <laughs> you know, they've done their research. I've sat and listened to them. They've done a lot more research into what the benefits are because they have to try so hard in order to, um, to dispel what the, what the research says, you know, I mean, the, the research is there and, um, you know, but somebody is pushing them to not um, want this legalized here in the state. I mean, we're, you know, Alabama is sitting right in the middle of all these different states that have been, have some type of medical cannabis program. I mean, Mississippi, Tennessee, Georgia, and Florida, there's a, you know, like Florida, I mean, Gray has a vibrant uh, medical cannabis program. So, yeah. and, you know, so for Alabama to really be, so for legislatures, I will say that for legislatures, members of the House that are not wanting this to be legal, um, there's, there's really, there's no reason for it. It would be just maybe because they feel like they're making their constituents happy or, you know, but I they're not that, taking that a makes personal, it, yeah. they're not taking a personal stand. They actually just are possibly auditioning for another role <laughs> in the legislature <laughs> in order to be moved up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I've seen a lot of that happen. That's been, that's been fascinating as I see the ones that are kicking up the most, most fuss. They're not really against it but they're trying to impress but there's a reason else. for it and it's not mm -hmm. it's not it's not like their donor has some sort of incentive financially they more so have a the the politician has a incentive to climb climb the route you know yes. uh you know make in a sense though that's kind of the thing like it kind of you know you're making your donor class because that's how politics work here like you know you have you but no yeah that's that's super interesting um you know and 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 I feel so bad for the states because you got, I mean, you know, I think some people would have, you know, if you asked somebody like five, 10 years ago, you know, what, what, what would be one of the state, the last states to really get going on this legalization path, you know, medical, I think people would say Alabama, right? But now there's a couple, now there's, there's, I can't remember the exact number, but you guys are on the, you're, you're most likely going to be on this pathway. Um, but I feel bad for those, those states that are, like in Idaho, for example, mm -hmm. they're going to be the last ones and their economy, unless they do, unless they implement like protectionist policies, right? Like not allowing any businesses coming, you know, coming into their, uh, you know, their, their economy or their state, their market, which probably won't happen. Um, they're going to get destroyed. Their local economy in terms of the cannabis industry, it's going to be minimal, because there's going to be tons of big corporations all around the country that are just going to jump on this, this chance. Right. And unless they put in, you know, legislation that says no, only locals can do this then. And even then though, right. Cause like, cause like what happens with like, for example, like Oregon, right. They, they allow Oregon is now allowed for, so Oregon, they passed a law. You can, you can export cannabis out of the state, but you mm -hmm. can't import it. You see what I mean? Yeah. 
So, you know, there's different, and because they're going to get the tax money from that, but they're, and, and they're not trying to lose, you know, so they're going to get squashed. These, these States, the like the, the last few that, you know, the Idaho, they're, they're Idaho potatoes, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're farming, yeah. big, huge farming agriculture. Yeah. Industry. It's, it's interesting. I would wonder why. Probably they a financial incentive. Money, yeah. The state may be making more money <laughs> with it being, uh, with it not being regulated. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you never, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, trust me, I know, I definitely knew a lot of people in Idaho that would come over to here. They'd, they'd come with caravans. They'd come by like tens of that, like, like, yeah. The, the, and the, but it's, but I, I'm, I'm curious, like. They're moving out of the state. Is that what it is or. No, no. Like I, people would come from Idaho pick up a bunch, bring it back and then make a ton of money. Right. Like in front, you know, illegal market. So, but I, 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 there's like collectively a group in Idaho that like the, the politicians there that just despise it. I mean, they've tried to literally get it amend their constitution to say that we will never legalize cannabis ever. Like literally they're trying to shut the door completely. Like, well, but they make a lot of money off the unregulated market. Right. Well, they don't, but, but individuals could, right? Like, like mm-hmm. legal dealers could, and maybe they are that powerful where they, you know, who knows? I, I don't know the inner workings of it specifically, when you don't but have a, when you don't have a framework set up to, to manage something like that, like you don't have any type of a cannabis, you know, control commission or anything, how would you really regulate it? So yeah, yeah, it, 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 that's pretty fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I know. Like- yeah, hundred percent. So, and I want to go back. So, I want to go back to the um, control, like the the commission, right, um, for Alabama. So, there's, you know, give me a little bit of the inside scoop. I appreciate that. Um, we can talk about this after. You know, what what I'm allowed to show or not. Um, but so, 18 people, roughly. Just let's, you know, just ballpark, right? Mm-hmm. That's good, right? I mean, like, you know. I remember one time you commented on, on a video that I did and I was talking specifically about like whenever you see those low numbers in the commissions, like those three, five person, you know, panels, like for the whole thing, it's like, yeah. that is sketchy. That seems, a, <laughs> that seems a little bit sketchy. Um, well, we, if we, we're going to have to get people on there that really understand what's going on in the market, you know, really that's, that's going to be, that's going to be really huge because you can't just, um, it, it's become very obvious, like almost painfully obvious that the legislatures that are trying to um, implement these different amendments really have no clue as to what they're putting, um, they're, they're trying to implement. And um, so to keep anything like that from happening, any kind of embarrassment to the legislature that they're not understanding exactly what's going on, um, you know, and to keep the integrity of the of the cannabis industry, you know, stop always, corruption. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, then you know we've got to have people understand there that understand, you know, attorneys that understand, uh, processors, manufacturers, um, accountants, you know, people of that nature. Um, doctors are are okay to this point. Um, there's you know, need more people that are going to be into the research and the scientific uh, benefits that this could, you know, that this could cause like people that we can really, that can contribute to the commission, not somebody that's just going to be there as a, as a placeholder. Yeah. What about the, so 
give me a little bit more uh, inside info in terms of so how many light like what's the structure going to be is it going to be limited licenses i'm kind of assuming so I, i'm just guessing i'm just throwing a guess out there and well see i mean right now the, they're going to be the ones tasked with making the rules and the regulations okay. right now they've, yeah. they've, they've okay. got so this so is like just sorry yeah they've they've passed they've got some you know like they've got a framework meaning that there's about five there'll be about five vertically integrated which the number's gone up it was four <laughs> And so they've added another, they've added another, another vertically integrated license and uh, they're allowed to have about five different dispensaries in different counties. And there's like maybe four cultivators license and uh, four processing license and so on. I mean, that all that really needs to be changed just because uh, those are caps on a market that you're not even familiar with. I mean, like one county could do something like that, depending on what the supply is going to be. So it's, um, you know, the, and those numbers are pretty, uh, pretty nationally recognized as something that's not going on. That's really good in the background. Yeah. Wait. So, so, so to clarify. So, so okay. This is what I, this is what I thought. Okay. This is what I thought. Because this is like a trend we see within like with, yes. with a lot of the, a lot of the newer um, medical programs. Um, you know, we see. You know, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, we're, this, let us just say some things you just have to sit back and let it play out for yourself. And uh, so that's, you know, there's a time, there's a time for everything. The timing has to be right. So if they want to do four to five vertically integrated licensing, you know, that's kind of funny. I think it's very obvious what's going on. Yeah, Somebody, it's very obvious. You know, yeah, it's very obvious. One or two people in the back room have been like, hey, we're just going to do five and this is going to count off one, two, three, four, five of our friends here that we've got that, that have already decided that's who we're going to give the license to. So that's, uh, that's a lot of what's going on because you hear people you i hear it all the time the guys are like i know i know that this guy right here is going to be getting this license because he's been telling us he is and and the ones that i've been hearing that are going to get the license i've been hearing you know it, it's really inter, it's really kind of intermingling some of it with the gambling with the gambling oh, yeah. license so, you know but it it comes down to let's just say people that have a lot of money they maybe think it's cool to have a cannabis license there's only about one of them that i believe would be qualified if this whole list of people that I hear about, which is funny, it's a lot more than five people that have been promised a license here in the state. <laughs> so, and there's no telling how much they've been paying, they've been paying to get that. Um, I was like, was, did you start three years ago paying or did you just start yeah. paying? Oh, this is going to be fascinating. We're we're definitely going to have you back back on the show if you're down, because this is going to be kind of a blood, not a bloodbath, but well, it's going to be really interesting to see this play out. Some of these guys that are saying that they have the license, I told, I was, uh, I said, well, you guys need to read this bill a little further, what it says, because now the, the bill reads really vague. I mean, it reads really like a good idea, like, you know, oh, we're thinking about having these licenses. So, and the people that are going to make the decision is going to be that commission who makes the decision Which, as to where yeah. the licenses are going to come from. Yeah. So you can, so these guys that, um, that have for some reason felt like they've influenced the bill. They feel like whatever they said <laughs> doesn't matter as long. Well, and the main, yeah. the key component to it, like you're like, like we were talking about earlier is, is how big is that number of, on the board on, on that commission, right? That's the key because if it's three to five people, that's going to be much easier to influence rather than 18. Now, okay. and I'm just guessing off the top of my head, I'm assuming that like what, like a third of them are doctors. So they're not going to deal with the licensing stuff at all. Um, are, you, are like they going to do a scoring like system promised out? Are they going to get it like, like, you know, like the scoring system where people send in applications, they do a scoring or is it just first come first serve? Either one works. I mean, 
Well, it's that, like I said, that's, that's where it comes to the commission is the most important because yes, there's, there needs to be, I mean, you know, I'm for a scoring system. I'm for social equity, you know, uh, social justice uh, type of thing that goes on, you know, the, the equity in the community when you put a dispensary up. And um, those are things that I would want to dive into with the commission, not with the legislators, because they're yeah. too stuck on like what the- They don't what know the, what they're talking about too, right? They don't- They, they, they just, they just want to do something like say, hey, we don't, we don't want the flavor of these edibles that we're going to be, we don't want it to be any kind of special flavor. We want it to be a bland flavor. Yeah. And I was like, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna restrict it in weird way. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so it's just like to keep to not say. There's no need to go to them because they're taking. Well, they're taking um, commands. I would say from someone outside. You know, that's telling them say, hey, make sure we make these edibles where they don't taste like cherry or strawberry. They did that in Oklahoma. They're like they got rid of slushies. There used to be there was like weed slushies in medical the medical program there, and they it was stupid. It was like you guys need to just chill. You guys need to stay out of it because it's and it's just like let let the like you know let the experts deal with it you know once you once you pass the legislation um you know there's different types of like when like arkansas so like arkansas if you been they 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 I know a little bit about it yeah they've kind of influenced you know you bless my bless one of my little house members heart he um he was all about didn't want to do something in arkansas and i was just like oh man somebody's got to it you know <laughs> So it's like somebody's been over there talking to him, you know, and he's, you know, kind of a new member of the house. <laughs> it's just like we nobody wants to be like Arkansas. In fact, no. we were we we've all been warned about the Arkansas boys. So um, yeah, I've heard I've heard the, some I've heard some interesting stuff about Arkansas. Actually, I mean, like see the the apparently Arkansas has influenced what's going on a little bit in Mississippi and influenced a little bit of what's going on up in Oklahoma. And so although Oklahoma and Mississippi, the same guys that wrote those bills are, you know, a lot of the same, a lot of the same people, you know, there's a lot of good people that are in this industry that are in, you know, that are in different states and they really have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of good plans that are set out. So, but I just, you know, like I said, some of, some of the guys are just not very, they're they're wanting to know they want to know what's going on like and i'm talking about in alabama they they really try to get um information because this is um this is a pretty hot topic so anybody that's actually going to step out there on a limb and and talk about it they need they need to get really good solid information but that's not really what they're wanting they're wanting something to argue about and uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, there they, like, needs some solid like a big, a big yeah. argument so that they can get out and present it. And uh, 100%. So, we were real, 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 real quick. I want to, I want to go back to Arkansas though, because that, that's that's that. So, what is so you said that they're in like because I've heard that, and I'm just you know, I have no idea. I don't really, I've I don't, I know maybe two people from Arkansas, um, maybe one, but I've heard that they're gray market groups that are pretty aggressive there that are that's a perfect way to say it yes that is the way to say it okay we'll wrap it up there i don't want to yeah let's and not they have been influencing some of the things that are going on here in alabama okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> I, I don't i'm just <laughs> that's all <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that i i I've, yeah okay that's exactly what i thought it was okay yeah we'll definitely cap it at that um just with that specific thing i i, I don't I'm not that worried but if i ever want to go down there you know I don't think that um, I don't think it's going to they don't have any type of um, heavy influence where whatever they haven't done anything that's going to stick here in the state. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah, I've 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 heard that and I guess I'll just whatever. Fuck it. Um, I've heard just like specifically is that they're that group is pretty good at 
intimidating activists and intimidating the people that want to legalize there fully. But I may be, I may be wrong, but, um, yeah. Well, I, it'd be, there are so I wouldn't consider myself an activist, but, um, I would consider you an activist. I mean, I, I wouldn't consider myself an activist either, but like, I would say you're like, you're a lobbyist, organizer, leader, activist. I mean, you're a lot of different things, a hero as well. Let me throw that in there too. Seriously. Um, seriously. And you like, and you had, you know, the, the courage to, you know, in a, in a state where, it takes some courage to get up and go to like, you know, a mul multiple different, you know, sit in front of a bunch of politicians and, you know, advocate for cannabis. So, you know, seriously, I, I told you that the first like a few days ago when we talked, but I, I genuinely do mean that. Um, yeah. Dope. I just want to see something different happen. Um, did, you know, the story I wanted to bring up was that there are people that I didn't know that, um, that really need to have a voice, you know, because this industry has so many different people like, you know, a lot of the guys that are farmers, they don't have voices, but one story in particular that really absolutely completely changed my perspective on what I was doing is that uh, someone was telling me about a friend of hers that had a child that, um, you know, was on hospice and they had given this child some THC and uh, this child immediately came off hospice and, um, you know, lived for about another year and a half, eventually ended up passing away. Well, I thought that was an amazing story that needed to be told. And uh, the, 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 the person it actually happened to, the mother that it actually happened to needed to tell that to her representative. And so when the response was that she didn't want to do that because she feared prosecution, like I could tell they'd really thought about that. Well, that, that, and it's still just, make, it's giving me chills right now, but it's still like, and it hurts my heart. Like, um, you know, to just have something like that that you can't tell anybody because you're afraid that somebody's going to um, prosecute you. I mean, and you know, and it comes down to what would you not do for your child? What would you not do for your loved one, your mom, your dad, you know, someone that, you know, family member, you know, a friend, what would you not do for them? And that, you know, that's really bothered me a lot that someone would not want to come out and say anything, but I actually really see where they're coming from. Um, and, like they're, they're, you see, you see where that they're worried about getting potentially prosecuted, right? Like yes, yeah. and so that that they would be that, but yes, that they would be prosecuted for giving their child THC, and um, and I I understand that, and it it gave me a whole other perspective about some of the men that are some of the guys that are maybe farming, mm -hmm. and um, they may not want to reach out to their representative, uh, you know, or or say, or I'm telling you, people of color too that I that they they don't want to reach out and let their um representative know. Or not that they don't want to, but they're very cautious. But they're they're worried about it because they've been targeted, right? You know, hundred percent. Um, Which that's that's yeah. so that's what's messed up in the politics in Alabama, and I can completely see where that would mess somebody up because it's like you reach out to your as you as a constituent, you have vote, you can vote, you can vote these people into office. Well, let's say if you tell them, hey, I want a medical cannabis bill, they're automatically going to think you're a pothead and that you're smoking or that you're doing some type of illegal activity, and you know they could they could you know, launch a bunch of forces over to your house to like rage you. And yeah. that's a real thing that goes on here in the state. Yeah. And that's something that's, um, you know, that's sad that, you know, in a certain issues that are going on that, um, you know, people may be afraid to reach out to their politicians for fear of being prosecuted. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's pretty insane. And and also too, like, like from, for like where I'm from, like, 
like we obviously, I mean, like I grew up very spoiled when it comes to these, these laws. Like I couldn't even like, like we, cause I was, you know, I'm, I'm 24. Like I went into high, high school, like, like I, I got my medical card when I was 17, you know, like it was like, it, just that like i've 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 thought about it like and this is why i gotta say you know shout out to all the people that came before you know before us um and then shout out to all the people that are dealing with it right now like you know alabama but um you know i think people kind of forget the people that are in states like washington state where we've had you know medical forever and recreational obviously for quite some time now and you know california and like you know those places where it's pretty regular like and like Seattle, first of all, too, is like a city of parks. So we literally like we would literally walk across our high school and like walk walk across the street and we're all smoking like like at break time, like 10 a.m. Walk mm-hmm. back in like. I think we take it take it for granted, because when you hear stories like that, like people are afraid to like just just ask for, you know, say, hey, I want medical marijuana, like. Because the you know, the consequences could be that bad, I think that I mean, that's that's yeah, it's it's terrible. And it, and it, you know, people need to remember that that's still the case in a decent amount of areas in, you know, uh, uh, the United States. Um, I found out from a gentleman yesterday that I got a phone call from and he's been trying to, he has a pain. He's, um, this, this, this is another one that these are calls that kind of catch me, you know, catch me off guard a little bit or not off guard, but just like get, make me think. And um, this gentleman was from California and he was telling me, he said, you know, that he's got a doctor that won't prescribe him pain medication because he's got THC in his system. We went along with the doctor, got off the TH, got off the THC products and, um, you know, went back to the doctor for pain management. He's disabled. There's certain things. I mean, I was really uh, just a little bit interested into the doctor not prescribing, which doctors do have, they have the discretion to not prescribe uh, medical, you know, to not prescribe some prescriptions. What kind of medication was it? Um, I, I don't, I didn't really get into all that. Some, uh, some like 80, if it's 80, some, some doctors with ADD medicine, they won't do it. Um, and I get it. Yeah. 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 Pain medication or something. Pain medication. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, cause they don't want to, I don't know. I thought, yeah, that's kind of, that's an interesting one. Um, no, but really quick though, I wanted to say too, I kind of, I forgot to mention this, like by the way too, and I, I know, I think we talked about this a few days ago, um, that story about, you know, um, that mother, mm-hmm. like if she were to get prosecuted, I promise you that is like, and I said this, like that is one of the quickest ways to push legalization slash mobilize the entire country. Cause I, cause I, you know, I, there was a story similar to that in Texas and Texas now, you know, people were up in arms because this young uh, child couldn't get access to it, access to it. And, and, you know, ended up passing away and uh, you know, then and people were like, "What the like? You guys are you guys are monsters." If you like, think, you know what I mean. So, I would like to see the balls on any of those politicians to prosecute her. I pr- like promise you that because I'm going to add to that. Yeah. This the 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 area. Well, we'll do this call well cautiously. But the the where, where this lady is. This is um the one of the representatives. He's he's supposed to be one that's going to probably head up this uh one of these filibusters and uh he's like and i 
am really going to just, I'd like to see him try at this point. He's a former district attorney and, um, and I, I would, I would like to see him try because, you know, when he finds out about people that are really suffering, I mean, he's got children as well that, um, and people don't, you know, a lot of these legislatures don't know that, but there's things like that, that I'm collecting where I want to see these guys really get up there and start filibustering a bill that's going to help people in their district. And, it, you know, if I've got to be a voice for that lady, then I will, because like I'm a mother as well. There's plenty of, there's, there's probably that lady represents so many people that I'm not aware of that um, out there that needs, that have, that have tried certain things, even for their family or what have you. And um, I mean, I've just, I've just got chills. <laughs> it, it really gets me fired up because, you know, for it, to, to lose a child is one thing. Um, and then to, but then to be scared about what, scared to come and tell the story about what happened that that's a completely different other and wanting to change it for the future for other you know other other children that may come into that situation um i mean like i said though like in terms of like if they were to do that like i mean i have we have the whole network on like i you know i know that like there's like seven or eight other you know channels that we would all, we would be talking about that we'd be talking about this this asshole of a of a politician you know multiple times a week it would be on it would be it would be it'd be on the new york it'd be on the new york times honestly like that's like it would be it would literally go everywhere he's been famed as a rising star because uh he'll probably have a lot to say because people that have called him he's not been wanting to listen to he'll get he will get you like people don't understand how crazy the entire like the united states has a population of people when it comes to cannabis that are Mm -hmm. nuts you talk out bad against cannabis, like, like you better turn your phones off. You better, you better delete your Twitter. Like, like like, like, I'm not even, and and not even like, in like a, like, no, no, like, no, like specific threat, but I'm just saying the, uh, the sheer amount of volume that you're going to get of people harassing you, honestly, online. Yes. It's nuts. It's, it's, it's people have no idea. And I've seen small little microcosms of it, but like, it's it is it's crazy it's it's people are passionate and, and so you if you look at that specific story that's that's going to times that that insane you know uh you know wave of people times 10 because mm-hmm. there's this, a lot of these advocates that you know are the people that there's some there's some grassroots a lot of grassroots and i want to thank every one of them out there every every last one of them and all the ones that I've met, they all have a story. They all have a really deep embedded story where they've had, they, you know, again, like they've got children, family, they've lost family members, that type of thing that cannabis could have helped. And so you're absolutely right. This lady just, there's, there's not, you gotta be, um, you find out about people um, differently here in the state, you know, that, that more like either they find you or you find them, but you know, you didn't like, it's a very open type of um, type of, a grassroots. I mean, you know, you can you can get on Facebook, and there's a lot of different um, Facebook groups to follow. But those are actually very very solid groups too. To um, you know, now we are the I am the only association, but you know, you're exactly right. So and I'm and I'm definitely in touch with a lot of the grassroots because they've they've done a lot here in the state. And but that's not I wouldn't that lady's story. You know, I'll I'll speak on it. But there's. Um, you know, there's if that got if that got out to some of the other people there, 
they turn around and they really put a lot of emphasis and you know put a lot of things out there i mean they're they're pretty strong they're pretty strong grassroots organization here in the state yeah and then you but then you'll have people coming in from all over the country like they they'll like seriously like you'll have and then you'll you'll get the big national organizations coming in too um especially at this time period right now where you know the last couple the last year or so we've really seen this just massive increase if you look at like for example if you look at google trends like like the analytics of like just searches mm-hmm. cannabis legalization and all these different terms are just shot up right like my views are up because of that right like um and and and, and just like i said pointing back to the texas thing like if you can get texas who there, there's a very strong conglomerate there of politicians that are very children getting hurt because, and and because of just bullshit reasons or, you know, children that, you know, could have been safe, like that doesn't fly with anybody expect. And then you also add on the the whole, you know, every, you know, literally nine in 10, you know, nine in 10 Americans want some form of medical recreational what some sort of legalization right and and at the very least at the very very least that like it like that you know the, the very least all nine out of ten people want and i would say the tenth person probably too honestly would want at the very bare minimum medical uh, you know the ability for you know a, a child that is really sick with cancer or whatever it may be to access medical marijuana to save their life like i would say 10 out of 10 americans but but statistically nine out of ten so that politician, if they that and politician, ever, yeah. <laughs> and that'd be right. He'd be writing. He'd be right. Like that, that, that politician be writing his his exit ticket. I promise you that. I, I, or it would just it would look so bad. But it, anyway, it, yeah. Yes, and and I'm I'm glad that you I'm glad that you brought that up because absolutely it. it and I and and yeah 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 I hundred percent because yeah the, that 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 politician does not want the business like that. <sighs> trust me like it's it, it's it's more insane than i think i i'm, I'm even explaining i, I know i'm exact like i'm i've said it many times but like I, it's it's i can't even say it in words like there I've, I've i've like my mom told me like the other day she's like um she was listening to like one of her you know her 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 uh her name is randy rhodes she's a really famous uh she's like on, she's on the radio does politics or whatever she said that she just wasn't for legalization and she then their whole show is like just taking a bunch of callers she had literally 40 like like 30 out of 30 all the callers kept bringing like wait you're not you're not for can't like literally 30 for 30 of these like callers like like she literally had to stop she had to end the show she was like i can't keep like talking about the cannabis like i'm sorry like i'm not i don't necessarily like she got bullied into like ending the show because like <laughs> but that and i'm just saying is like it, yeah anyway um so that's interesting we've seen up but we've seen you know something different from that story but we you've had a delta eight issue that's come up here in the state and uh they tried to they tried to throw a, a ban on the back of a um synthetic um opioid bill and so oh it, it it united a lot of the farmers that got out there and decided to call not only their representatives but they were calling the representatives that were sponsoring the bill and the representative that carried the bill and so when this was brought up in the house the other day, one of the um, representatives go, goes, is this the bill that, that's going to remove that Delta 8 for my for my um, hemp farmers? You know, is this is this the one that's not going to affect them? Because not only have people in their district been getting calls, but all these different farmers have been calling these um, 
you know, there are other representatives as well. I mean, it passed out of the Senate, which is where it started. It, the amendment started in the Senate. So it came out unanimously voted for <laughs> to, to remove the amendment and to, you know, continue with the Delta 8, which we won't really go into all of that, but it, it I got, yeah, yeah. I, got we don't, we, we, I remember you tell, yeah, but yeah, we won't. Like, I mean, I had got, I'd gotten one of, you know, I mean, I represent the interest of my members for the association. So, you know, when I got, when I got called about it, that um, this was something that had happened possibly at like eight o'clock that night and the next morning it was going to be voted on. And so it was, um, you know, I'd got, I'd had a couple of sources that called me about it because it wasn't something that was going to be that was supposed to be known about and kind so of a little sneaky yeah a little but. immediately I, I got in touch with uh, one of the senators and and and, and immediately that it was handled so <laughs> yeah oh yeah cannabis like, is one of those things to, yeah it mobilizes to people a little bit you know it had to play out a little bit take a mm. little bit maybe a couple of weeks to play out but you know that that really just fueled the fire with um a lot of the different um farmers they they started getting on or people that had an interest in this area i'll put it that way that have a that have a, a vested interest whether you know? whether they use it or you know but yeah yeah use yeah. it grow it, whatever um i don't we don't want to highlight it too much yeah keep, keep that <laughs> below and right um well shay i i think let's i want to wrap it up but i would like love to have you back on um I'd love to do have you back on very soon. Um, when so you, you're thinking when when is this, when's this bill going to be voted on officially? Probably you, next week. Sorry. Okay, so let's Maybe let's plan for something this that. next week then around there. Okay. Maybe we could do it live. Um, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, we could do it live, and then you know we could. I'll I'll talk to um, uh, Tom and Miguel about that as well and then i'll talk to my friends at trichomes too um and I, yeah so yeah i mean i yeah i think that i think that would be that'd be dope um so where where can well, the people that are, that are supposed to be doing a filibuster and you know really like they need to yeah. sit down <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and so like that's something yeah so we'll be we'll be in communication we'll we'll be on that we'll be blasting blasting anybody that that dare attempt to stand up against that <laughs> um so but yeah so where so where can the people find you like what's what's good what's you know do you have uh, social media what's the website just so we can tell the viewers i do have a facebook page yes it's alabama cannabis industry association okay and i'll put i'll put a link for the facebook page i can i can put links for all like the main social medias because but anything that's not approved i i can't because they'll they'll flag then, me. and then uh, just the website bamacannabis.org okay so yeah bamacannabis.org i can't put that down there in the description but i will put a little right here okay yeah, put it bama cannabis right over there um well shay thank you so much i really appreciate your time and your your insight it's it's super interesting you know hearing from someone that you know is really on the front lines and, and leading it um and, and by the way too like thank you you know uh, for all the work because like i said it's pretty pretty amazing what you're doing um yeah okay, so I, I, thank you because you know for it's for people like you that i'm able to even connect with and uh be able to talk about what's going on down here and down south so you, you do a great job you do a great job on your on all of your podcast i mean i really enjoy what you do i listen to you a lot so thank you for what you thank you thank you for what you're doing yeah no i, I appreciate that a lot and you know i definitely want to have you on more um and, and you know, I, I, yeah, I want to, I'm trying to find, you know, but, and I think like, just 
why I want to have you on. I want to have you on a, like a decent amount um, because I think, you know, hearing like, you know, the audience hearing from you while like this, this whole process is going on kind of at the very beginning, we don't really, like, we, 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 there's no one really that has like a documentation or, you know, of, of someone that's consistently, you know, talking about the different happenings. So, you know, I hope that we can, we can continue this and um, yeah, be dope. We have some good things going on in the association as well. We can talk about that later. Once yes, we I would love, yes, I would love, I would love that. Yeah, I love that. Well, anyways, guys, go check out all of the links. I'll put the link, the link to the Facebook page down below, BamaCannabis.org. My name is Luke LMC. This is the Frame of Flower podcast. I am joined. I was, I was joined and we're about to end now. Sorry, I'm a little tired, so I'm mumbling here. Um, with Shay Garrigan, the leader of the Bama cannabis movement, really, uh, but leader of the cannabis or alliance cannabis alliance associate sorry i'm a slightly dyslexic so alabama cannabis industry i'm sorry i'm slightly (laughs) i'm so yeah my bad my bad um yeah and so anyways guys really appreciate y'all and thank you again jay appreciate it thank you